0: and she'd be like, smooth face, November, <laughs>
1: you know? They said, you have to grow a mustache.
0: I love that you brought up the British in front of an Indian. <laughs> like, we're going to get into it.
1: Which was revolutionary because it had three blades.
2: Yeah. Wow. That was my first razor, and I cut myself.
0: <laughs> that sounds very believable, Tanner. <laughs> okay. This is just so strange. Um, I personally think Tanner's mustache is sexy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that cannot be trusted. Each week, our quizmaster will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And this week, our quiz master is Tanner. That's me. And he is going to be presenting us with four facts on mustaches. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Soups, in trying to figure out which one of his facts is not up to scruff.
1: Should we just start with our low-hanging fruit? Because I think everyone knows what a mustache is, right?
0: I guess maybe one thing we could clarify is, is this including all facial hair?
1: It's a great question. Today, mustaches is just the hair on an upper lip. Right. And so that's what we're talking about today.
0: Really? Just upper lip hair? Yep. All right.
1: There are many, many kinds of different styles of mustaches, right? Mostly named after famous people who had them or sort of the shape they have. Um, And when you start including beards that are connected to them, it gets a little unwieldy.
0: Um, Excuse me. I think you mean it gets a little hairy.
2: (laughs) Come on. Sure.
0: I feel like we should tell listeners that the two of you are both rocking mustaches. I
2: I know. Yeah. You can show up on our Instagram page to see some selfies.
0: Yeah. I'll make them take selfies. (laughs) Like
1: a close up of our mustaches.
2: All right. Bring it on. Bring on the low hanging fruit.
1: You got it. This week's low hanging fruit is what surrealist Spanish painter was known for his pencil thin, ultra long, upward pointing mustache?
0: Um, Salvador Dali.
1: Yes. He loved his mustache so much that he even wrote a book about it. Wow. Yeah. It was called Dali's Mustache.
0: <laughs> That's surreal. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye forever. <laughs> You're full of them. Please keep listening.
1: Now we're in November. And so uh, one of the things that we'll talk about today is Movember. Right. Which is the season of not shaving your mustache and your beard in general. But it was named for mustaches. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going for that this year. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. But for a very important cause. Yes. Yes. We'll talk all about that. Right. We're going to start with fact number one. Okay. Okay. Fact number one. Groucho Marx... Had a fake mustache.
0: Like the glasses that you wear?
1: Yeah, the classic like costume with the big glasses and the bushy mustache and sometimes a fake nose, mm-hmm. which is supposed to make you look like one of the Marx Brothers, Groucho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his mustache was not grown. It was fake.
0: Okay. Why?
1: So he was part of a comedy troupe with his brothers. Right. He had like a stage prop that gave him a very wide walrus or chevron style mustache that was extremely wide. Mm -hmm. And he would wear this prop in shows and films. But the story goes that one day he was running late. He couldn't find his mustache. So he just grabbed some grease paint and painted on his big mustache and darkened his eyebrows. And he liked that look more. And so from then on... That was his mustache. Okay. And if you zoom in on some of his films, you can see that it's just paint on his face. Weird. Yeah.
0: But he just didn't try growing one?
1: Well, it worked for the Marx Brothers movies that they did. Mm -hmm. And eventually, in the 40s, he hosted a game show called You Bet Your Life. And for that, he grew a mustache. But it's much, much smaller, the Groucho Marx mustache.
2: Makes sense. Yeah. Because I think all of the Marx brothers, they had their look. Yeah. And this was his thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to pick out Groucho Marx without the mustache and glasses. Yeah. That to me, that is his face. What what are the other parts of his face? I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a really interesting point.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's cool. That's very believable. Mm -hmm. But also really easy place to lie.
1: Okay. All right. Fact number two. Movember was started in 2003 by Gillette. To market the Mach 3 razor.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: So Movember. November with mustache attached to it. So Movember. And it's a month where people are encouraged to grow facial hair to raise awareness for men's health issues. So Gillette is a razor company. Mm Mm-hmm. And in the early 2000s, Gillette released the Mach 3 razor, which was revolutionary because it had three blades. Yeah,
2: Wow. It was my first razor. And I cut myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they said that the three blades made for a smoother shave. Yeah, that had that whole minty thing at the top. Yeah. Like the
0: conditioning yeah. strip. Yeah,
1: right. Exactly. So fewer strokes, less pressure gave you a more comfortable shave.
2: Not sure about comfortable, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So you cut yourself?
2: I did. Yeah. Multiple times.
0: <laughs> but. It it was like your first time shaving
2: i was so excited
0: <laughs> did you have any actual hair to cut
1: um yeah i did i did
0: okay yeah.
1: Okay. not as much as i do right now but
2: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> so after gillette released the razor one of their engineers who'd helped designed it actually faxed designs of it to gillette's competitors and so in 2003 schick released the quattro a four blade shaving system and Gillette sued them because they said they infringed on their patents, but they were unsuccessful. So Gillette started Movember to try to increase the sales of their new razor. Hmm. Hmm.
0: That's kind of strange though, because why would you encourage people to grow facial hair if you're a razor company? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> should you point. be like, Smooth phase November. You know, like that seems odd. It kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I was thinking. So apparently they tried to emphasize the mustache part. Okay. That was their idea. Hmm. So fact number three. Yeah. From 1860 to 1916, British soldiers were not allowed to shave their mustaches. Hmm. They were forbidden. Why? There was an official decree that they couldn't do it. They didn't exactly outline why in the regulations.
0: Oh, they just have to look virile and tough or something like that? Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, they could trim
2: it, right? They just could not shave it off.
1: Yeah. So the actual regulation in 1860 read, The chin and the under lip will be shaved, but not the upper lip. Whiskers, if worn, will be of moderate length. Well, it's the British, I believe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't try to rationalize. Yeah, exactly. I love that you brought up the British in front of an Indian. (laughs) We're going to get into it. Yeah, Yeah,
1: especially in the 1800s. This is not a great time. Even better. Even better.
0: All right. This is just so strange. I know that facial hair has historically been important. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about Peter the Great in Russia Mm -hmm. and how he was like, no beards. We're going to be Europeans. We're going to shave our faces. And this was like a big thing.
1: Yeah. He made a beard tax. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. That's at least one government that I'm confident made rules about facial hair. Do we also think the British did?
2: I mean, they're capable of it. Whether they did it or not is a different question. We don't have a clear reason why they did it.
1: Well, throughout history, the growing of beards and mustaches has come and gone. Right. And so people give different reasons all over the place, whether Mm -hmm. like, oh, women like it or men do it to intimidate each other. Right. But really, when you track it throughout history, it's more like you do it when other people aren't doing it and then it becomes popular and then you stop doing it. And that's basically the only reason that anyone can find. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, but but I think you mentioned a very interesting point is about women like it or not. And because on the I Should Have Known podcast, we do have a living woman. (laughs)
0: actually i am not alive i am a ghost
2: (laughs) so my question to you andy is women in general not your personal opinion
0: oh so you want me to speak for my entire gender (laughs) exactly (laughs) okay
2: what do you think which way do they lean more
0: i mean i really think everybody has their own thing no
2: please don't give me that diplomatic answer
0: no but i really think it's true (laughs) i mean like i know people who are attracted to men who have explicitly been like no Facial hair ever, and then I know lots who are individual hair. Um, I personally think Tanner's mustache is sexy. <laughs> I really do think it is a personal thing. I think it's really dangerous to try to say that there's like an inherent attraction or not.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Tanner's getting sweaty because yeah. I called his mustache sexy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So in the 1800s, the style in Britain was not have mustaches, but then the Crimean War happened. And when British soldiers came back, they all had mustaches and beards because apparently it was a symbol of courage or just because they were at war, they weren't shaving.
2: Yeah. All of them very valid reasons. (laughs) I mean, if you're out (laughs) fighting a war, you know, shaving your mustache or like trimming, I don't think that's uh, a priority. Yeah,
0: Yeah. No kidding.
1: So to wrap up the British thing. Yeah. Queen Victoria was also a fan. She liked long beards. And so in 1860, they said, you have to grow a mustache.
0: And 1916 is the end. Yes. This is during World War I. Yes. Why did they end it? Did they complain about it?
1: Yes. One of the big complaints was, it's hard to put on gas masks when you have facial hair. Okay. Because just like now wearing masks, you can't get a good seal over facial hair. And so the army council, they just deleted the part that said, but not the upper lip. So it said... You must shave.
0: Okay. So they could fit the gas mask. Yeah. That sounds very believable, Tanner. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I did just want to remind everyone that that could all be made up. It could be. Hmm. Okay. I think we have one more fact.
1: Yes. Let's move on to fact number four. Let's bring it back to our low-hanging fruit. When he was exhumed in 2017 for a paternity lawsuit, Salvador Dali's remains contained a perfectly preserved mustache.
2: I would totally believe that. The whole thing about Dali was his mustache, right?
0: This sounds like a ghost story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: but Andy, imagine if you wax it and take care of something day in and day out and you just preserve it. And it's hair. It's not like
1: it's going to decompose. Yeah.
0: When did he die?
1: 1989. Oh. Oh. So he was exhumed 28 years after his death.
0: Okay. So Dr. Tanner. Yes. Tell me about the uh, decomposition of hair.
1: Yeah. So soups is spot on. Hair is made of keratin and Mm -hmm. keratin doesn't break down like the rest of your body. Mm -hmm. Keratin makes up nails and hair and it resists decomposition and it's made of really strong chemical bonds. And so it's not soluble in water. Right. So when rainwater or groundwater... Starts to eat away at a corpse, the hair and nails are the last things to go.
2: I think when you look at a skeleton,
1: yeah. right? The skeleton, it doesn't have hair, right? But it still has like nails or no? It depends on how long it's been decomposing. Right. Right. Because hair and nails do eventually decompose, unless it's in a very, very dry environment where sometimes it takes hundreds or thousands of years, right? They're regularly found on mummies. So it's a thing. Oh, yeah. wow. Weird. But it was perfectly preserved. They said it was a miracle when they found it.
0: All right, calm down, people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess the, the wax. Yeah, I think so.
1: And that was like good
2: quality, like pure wax, like yeah. without chemicals and yeah. stuff. The ones that you get today.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he stipulated in his will, or to some one of someone in his family, right. that like wax my mustache before <laughs> you bury me. <laughs> He took it very seriously, yeah, according to Tanner. So I guess now it sounds much more believable, right? And I guess twenty-eight years isn't that long, right? You know, we're so used to skeletons, like you said. I mean, that takes hundreds of years mm-hmm. to become a skeleton. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but now I've heard all four facts, yeah. And now it's time to deliberate and figure out which one is the lie. Mm-hmm. Please repeat the four facts for us.
1: Okay. Fact number one, Groucho Marx had a fake mustache. Fact number two, Movember was started in 2003 by Gillette to market the Mach 3 razor. Fact number three, from 1860 to 1916, British soldiers weren't allowed to shave their mustaches. And fact number four, when he was exhumed in 2017 for a paternity lawsuit, Salvador Dali's remains contained a perfectly preserved mustache. One of those is
2: a lie. Really cool facts. And as I think of it, um, the one that definitely stands out to me is fact number two.
0: Yes, me too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because Gillette, they could have. But I also have a feeling... The main reason behind Movember is towards raising awareness for testicular cancer, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken.
0: I mean, he mentioned that, that that was a facet, but that's yeah. also what I had thought it was related to. Yeah. I guess part of it is just, um, we've done in the past, you know, the whole, like, this was started because of marketing. Right. And so I want to believe that it was a charity thing. Mm-hmm. So you can have that one. Okay. I'll go with Salvador Dali. That just doesn't sound real.
1: Okay. Awesome. So we have Movember and Dolly as our guesses, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, the lie is fact number two. Movember was not started by Gillette. Okay. Movember was started in 2003 by a bunch of Australian guys in a pub when they wanted to raise money and awareness for testicular cancer, prostate cancer, and men's suicide and things like this. And so they said, why don't we just grow our mustaches to raise money? So now the Movember Foundation is a charity foundation that runs it, and they raise money every year. And Gillette is a partner with them, and they often donate a lot of money to the Movember Foundation. Okay. The Gillette Mach 3 came out in 1998, so it was not... At the same time as the Movember started.
2: Okay. That is definitely not when I started <laughs> yes, shaving. Is it? Were you shaving? Yeah. No.
1: It came out in the US in 1998. I don't know about the rest of the world. Oh,
0: true. I mean, a little faith in humanity restored. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> a gimmick.
1: Yeah. Apparently in Australia, you can just call a mustache a mo, And so that's kind of where the name came from.
0: Oh, that makes more sense. So those are some great facts, and I should have known.
1: I should
2: have known.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. If you liked this episode, please give us a five star rating or whatever rating is best on wherever you listen to podcasts and send us a picture of your mustache. I'm going to say that that's allowed for the month of November. Yeah, unsolicited mustache pictures will be allowed for just this month. And as always, thanks for listening.